Live from Smitty1.com Studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, good buddies? We're here to talk about NFL news, fantasy football news, you name it, we're going to talk about it. We've got Travis Etienne, Kyler Murray, Rashad Penny, and to an extension of that, Kenneth Walker, Terry McLaurin, Elijah uh, Mitchell, Deshaun Watson, and whatever all of you want in the comments, on the phone lines, in the voicemails, we're breaking it all down right now. And uh, on that note, let's get to the news. And now for the news. So we have, uh, we'll start off with the Travis Etienne stuff because we have Travis Etienne in the graphic. You're probably wondering what, what's somebody going to say about Travis Etienne. Uh, first off, appreciate Axe being first in the building. Michael K. CPA, who is the highest super chatter of the year, by the way. Um, show ends in one hour. Uh, where is that graphic? Highest super chatter right there. Michael K. CPA, number one super chatter on the year. Somebody knock him off. For goodness sake, somebody drop a 201 or a 200 spot and knock Michael KCPA. He's been sitting there for weeks. Are you just going to let him sit there for weeks? Let's go. Kyler Murray. Oh, no, ETN. We're going to ETN first. Jaguars coach Doug Peterson, who loves running back by committees, mind you. he This man loves running back by committees. That's why there's a little bit of concern, a little bit. In terms of what, what kind of usage Travis Etienne's going to get. Um, because there's if there's one thing certain in life, it's Doug Peterson wants to deploy a running back by committee. When Miles Sanders was in, uh, or when Doug Peterson was in Philly, Miles Sanders was a breakout candidate. Your boy Smitty said stay clear of him, and he busted. He absolutely busted because Doug Peterson wanted to run multiple running backs. Miles Sanders also had another red flag, which was injury concern and and potential. Can he be the number one running back? And, and he busted. But does that mean that we translate everything that that has happened with Doug Peterson and what he his tendencies are? Do we translate that into ETN? It's it's a tough subject, but I'm going to tell you this. Given where ETN's going, he's a screaming steal. He's a screaming steal. ETN is going in mid-round five, sometimes top of round six, sometimes mid-round six. That is a, a monster opportunity that has all of the risk completely baked into it because you, you have a guy that could be a low-end running back one. Very, very easily, low-end running back one. That's if things don't go amazingly for him. If things go absolutely amazingly for him, then he can be, you know, a mid-range running back one or a high-end running back one. It's not crazy to think that Travis Etienne could be a running back one in fantasy. But guess what, people? Mid-fifth round value is not the price tag that you typically pay for a running back that's producing any sort of running back one numbers. Low running back one numbers, whatever. Fifth like 5.5 or fifth round to sixth round ADP is traditionally like a, a low end running back too. Um, maybe even borderline flex kind of, you know, if you're talking about, about sixth round. So 
All baked in. All baked in. I do worry about the running back by committee. The saving grace for ETN, the 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 cheat code that is ETN, will be his involvement in the passing attack. This news is what we've been waiting for. Maybe this jumps his ADP up a round or so, though. We got to be careful of this. Uh, Doug Peterson told reporters that running back Travis Etienne foot will be full go at, e- at e- uh, OTAs, which is fantastic news. We got to hope this doesn't make him a top of the fourth round type draft selection or a middle of the fourth. Not that he wouldn't be worth it at that point. We'll reassess on how amazing his value is if he breaches the fourth round and climbs toward the top of round four. We still may love him on the show. I'm not quite sure yet, but we do know that we love him in round five anywhere in round five as a fifth drafted player think of it more like that don't worry so much when you're talking about round four five six seven it's different in rounds one two and maybe even three but in round five don't worry about what the exact adp is think about it in terms of drafted player fifth drafted player your fifth drafted player your fourth drafted player your third drafted player your second drafted player when you're in round one you can pinpoint an 80 adp more like hey don't take you know, Jamar Chase at 1.1, you don't need to. Don't take uh, DeAndre Swift at 1.4, you don't need to. You can take about 1.11, you know, but when you get into round five, it doesn't really matter. Like 5.2, 5.10, you can't advise somebody not to take a running back or wide receiver or any player in round five at the beginning of round five. But yeah, you could take him at the end of round five. His ADP is the end of round five. Don't worry about taking him earlier. You can't reach. You're not getting. You're not uh, getting value. That doesn't. That's not the way it works with the fifth round and beyond. The further you get down the draft, the more it doesn't really matter where. Etn's a steal anywhere in round five. Anywhere as your fifth drafted player. Anywhere. You know what? You know what? Etn's on his way of doing. To the moon. To the moon. Etn's on his way to the moon. Get ready for it. It's here. I'm here for it. You're here for it. Travis Etn's season is underway. He is a screaming steal. Go get your shares now, people. Kyler Murray is back in the news. There's a report earlier today or a little bit late yesterday that said that there is no contract development with Kyler Murray and that Kyler Murray fully uh, feels he will not intend to play, or the thinking is Kyler won't play on his old deal. So, um... SP300 saying ETN BMI is awful. Please stop. You you stop. You stop. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Travis ETN. To the moon. Travis ETN. To the moon. Travis ETN. Whoops. Travis ETN. The moon. There, is that enough? Is that enough? Kyler Murray is a tough, tough avoid uh, because he's so talented, you know. And I'm a Cardinal fan. I'm here in Arizona. I want to root for Kyler. I really do. I really do. But the problem is, the problem is that Kyler Murray has this like negative space he's created for himself. He's not. He hasn't been a leader in the locker room, on or off the field, really. And he refused to go back onto the field during the final snap of, of 2021 
And that just doesn't settle well with me. I know he's trying to do all the right things now, but now we're hearing more that he... And I don't know, it's, it could just be news. We got to give him the benefit benefit of the doubt, I guess. Maybe he's like, I will show up, you know, and these reports are wrong. So we got to keep an open mind for that that being a possibility. That the news is jumping the gun on what Kyler is going to do. But if Kyler is not going to show up and, and he's got two years left, I, I get it, quarterbacks sometimes get picked up earlier than the one year. But typically wide receivers, running backs, you don't get extended with two years left on your deal. Quarterbacks is a little different. It's kind of dependent on what's going on, um, you know, with the situation, how good the player is, are they breaking out. And, and, and the thing is, Kyler, yeah, the Cardinals want to lock him down. Okay, I'm in Arizona. I can speak to this. I have the temperature of the fan base, and I also, I believe, have a little authority when it comes to talking about the Cardinals. So I can say this, that the fan base is not convinced he's the man. The fan base may feel like I do that we can't really upgrade him. You know, that's the dilemma, the the catch-22. Is can we find a better quarterback? Probably not. Probably not. Not every team has the luxury of getting a Josh Allen or a Herbert or whoever that's top four, Burrow, top five. Like Kyler, fantasy-wise, is top five to seven, four to seven, whatever you want to, wherever you want to put him, I'm fine with any kind of slotting in there. But he's not a top five NFL quarterback. He's just not. There's too many of them. Burrow, uh, Herbert, um, even Mahomes still, Josh Allen. There's just a grip of top five, top six echelon type guys. You know, and there's more than five of them. So they're like fighting who's going to be the rotation of the top four, top five. Um, because it'll rotate. They're, they're that good. You still have Brady. You still have so many quarterbacks that are top five capable quarterbacks in the NFL. From an NFL perspective, Kyler Murray is not one of them. He's not. Whether you want to argue it or not, he's not. That's a fact. It's a fact. Fantasy-wise, sure. Fantasy-wise, sure. Um, no, we don't want Baker, Nate. We don't want Baker. But, but, but the bottom line is that Kyler has to prove it before Kyler can become you know, one of the higher paid quarterbacks in the league in my mind. The problem is the Cardinals know they can't really upgrade him. There's just nobody else available. So it's like, do we give him the bag knowing we're probably not winning a Super Bowl with Kyler Murray? I mean, what do we do? What do we do? Give him the bag anyway because we want to have the best possible quarterback that's within reach? Maybe. And that's what the Cardinals might end up doing at the end of the day. They might sit down. Currently, the thinking is we're not extending him. We're going to make him prove it in the offseason. Make him work. Make him build. Use this as a motivational type thing. Like, hey, go ahead and prove you can be a leader. Do all the things you haven't done. Do all the things that are the reason you haven't been extended yet. And once you do them, Next offseason, Kyler, we're going to give you the bag, bro. You'll probably get more money, too, because you're going to earn more money downstream if you wait on this one, because he's going to get paid more. If you truly think you're not going to fail or falter, Kyler, then go ahead and wait, prove yourself, and get the bag at the end of the road, because it'll be bigger. Every year, the contracts increase. The, The main reason you don't sign... You don't not sign, like in the case of, of like Debo, for example, or the case of DK Metcalf or McLaurin, is if you get hurt, you suffer a devastating injury as a running back or a wide receiver, then you're probably looking at maybe not getting the bag. Like Debo, Debo's at a, a, a tipping point where like he could continue to become a monster and then he could get more money if he waited to sign a big deal or 
if he faltered or got injured because he's had an injury history, then Debo wouldn't see even close to the same amount of money in, in, in a free agency in 2023 if he got hurt this year because that's a big thing. Debo can't stay healthy. Oh, Debo doesn't deserve the bag. People are arguing that left and right. With Murray, Murray could get hurt next year, you know, miss half a season and still get the bag. Like, he he's, he's a quarterback and he's young and he's already proven to be, you know, capable of being a top five to 10 quarterback for sure, just not top five. And, and he's capable of, of leading a team to the playoffs. Could he win a Super Bowl? We don't know. That's his leadership that he needs to take that next step. But it's crazy to think that that the pressures of, of all these contracts could force the Cardinals to change directions. And it could. we got to keep an open mind for that. The Cardinals may change directions. Currently, the Cardinals are saying, prove it to us. Go out there and do it. You need to show leadership. And if you do, we'll give you the bag in 2020. Three, but right now they picked up his fifth year option, which means he plays his fourth year under contract. I think it's about five million. I think he got something like nineteen or twenty-nine million or something like that. Huge amount, I think, earmarked for bonus in salary uh, uh, or uh, signing bonus for this season. So, if he was to try and hold out, I'm not sure. I'm not a contract mastermind. Your boy Smitty guys has a master's degree, but it's not in contracts. So I don't know how to uh, uh, decipher some of this in the contract, but if I could get somebody on, uh, uh, maybe Tony the Tiger, the attorney, can come on and look at his contract and try and, and, and decipher it. But I'm not sure if he has to return any of the signing bonus that he got specifically earmarked for this year. And if he does, then we know that he can't hold out. It's all paper tiger, puffing of the chest, bluffing. You know, because he got... In advance, a signing bonus for this specific year. There's pieces of that signing bonus designated for each year. And I don't know if he didn't show up, if he'd have to return a big chunk of that money, regardless of the $5 million salary. Because a lot of people are like, oh, Kyler's not playing for $5 million. Maybe true in his mind, but is he really playing for more? Does he return money if he doesn't show up? I don't know on that. Um, we'll, we'll try and dig into that. But the bottom line is, I believe he gets like $29 million next season. His fifth-year option is something around the ballpark of $29 million. So don't feel too bad for Kyler. He plays on $5 million, but he's already got a big signing bonus for this year. And he gets $29 million on his fifth-year option. And if the Cardinals decide to franchise tag him, he's getting at the point that this happens, probably around 40 something million per year. The Cardinals can make him play his fourth year at five mil. They can make him or whatever it is. They can make him play his fifth year option at 29 million. Then they can tag him. Then they can tag him. We're not going to lose him. Stop making the argument that the Cardinals don't want to lose him. The Cardinals want to wrap him up and get him locked in. Now he could walk away and go try and play a little baseball, little baseball poo. Maybe he, maybe he'd do okay. Maybe he wouldn't. I don't think he would. He's been out of the game a while. Probably a little bit rusty there, Kyler. I don't think you're just stepping in and just balling out. Not to mention the climbing you have to do. Baseball is not as simple as like, oh, we're gonna sign him and put him in the game tomorrow. That's not the way it works. Not to mention you're gonna have a lot of rust. Am I worried about him walking away? Not really. So if I'm the Cardinals and somebody comes to me and says, hey, aren't you worried about him walking away? Let me tell you something. Let let Smitty. Let, let Smitty tell you how he'd run an organization. If I'm worried about Kyler Murray walking away from the game, 
I'm not giving him the bag. If he's that close to jumping over that fence and saying, okay, if we don't sign him now on his contract he signed, and he's not going to wait one year to get $29 million and run the risk of getting franchise tagged, which, might I add, Lamar Jackson, without an agent, is strategically considering getting franchise tagged every year and not signing a long-term deal in Baltimore so he can keep his options open so that he can get the franchise tag, get the franchise tag, and then when the Ravens are like, we can't do it anymore, he can go out and get what will be at that point probably two or $300 million for him to sign another extension. So in a way, maybe Lamar is going to be smart by being his own agent. Maybe he'll prove that he knows what he's doing on this front. Maybe he will. Maybe he will prove that he should be representing himself we will see we will see although i think he should have grabbed that 230 million dollar bag off the back of that deshaun watson contract because guaranteed money is what it's all about and really lamar had a responsibility for all quarterbacks and nfl players to attack his contract immediately off the back of deshaun watson's because now look what happens other other players are not signing that guaranteed money as big uh at least percentage wise so then now Lamar may not see that when he could have controlled the, the narrative and scenario moving forward. Bottom line, Kyler Murray, um, not sure I trust him in fantasy um, because you have to pay such a high price tag and there's so many good quarterbacks right around his ADP. I'm, I'd, I'd rather go in a different direction. I'm not saying he can't score big points or be top four to six per, per start in fantasy. But I feel like there's a negative vibe going on in Arizona until this contract situation is either resolved or Kyler Murray comes to terms with it and comes and balls out, shows leadership. But I, I kind of wonder that Kyler is going to do that. So for now, I'm going to say at the ADP, there's just a couple better quarterback options, in my opinion, in fantasy. And I don't know if he's going to have that, that monster year. Number one, the Cardinals have the worst schedule in the entire NFL. I've looked at it. The worst schedule in the entire National Football League. The Cardinals, my Cardinals, probably will be hard-pressed to win, I would guess, maybe even eight to nine games. We're not, we're, we're going to be so hard-pressed to make the playoffs. We could maybe make the playoffs somehow, some way. Injuries happen to a couple teams we face, whatever. But to advance in the, we're going to be beat up. This is the toughest schedule in the entire National Football League, so... To me, this feels like it could be a disappointing year for the Cardinals and everyone related. Now on to Kenneth Walker, the other man in the graphic above. The guy that I wanted to talk about, second most uh, 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 important player to talk about on this show, Kenneth Walker. We have two league winners on this graphic right here. We just talked about Travis Etienne. Now we're talking about Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker is falling into an amazing value range on the regular. It's like clockwork. You're in a draft, and it's the fourth or fifth round. Walker's available if it's redraft. He just is. He's available every single time almost that I'm drafting. And part of me thinks that there's no way I'm going to be patient enough to watch Kenneth Walker fall as far as he probably should fall. I'm literally not allowing myself to capitalize on Kenneth Walker's value because I just can't contain myself. And I keep thinking there's somebody in this draft that's thinking like I am. There's somebody in this draft that knows what's going on and knows what time it is. How could they not? 
And yet I'm hearing story after story after story where some of you are getting this man, Kenneth Walker, in round six and round seven of your redraft leagues. And I ask myself, what's grandma doing in your league? What on earth is the problem? Who are you drafting with Uncle Bud and Bob and Grandma? Letting this man Walker fall into the sixth round is ridiculous to me. So I keep scooping him up in round four, probably not taking advantage of an ADP that would allow me to get him in round five or round six. Also, I, I draft in a lot of mocks with you guys, and we snipe each other. And there's so much Kenneth Walker talk, there's no way he falls to round five in a mock draft we have. So... Know your league. Take advantage of what you can take advantage of in your league. And if Kenneth Walker, if I get another email through my Hey Smitty, through my, actually, you know what, guys, everything of announcement to make, everything has transitioned over to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Everything that I have now is not under Sleeper U and thefantasyfootballshow.com and smitty1.com. We are consolidating everything under the one domain, thefantasyfootballshow.com. So if you are a Sleeper U member, get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com. That is where everything resides now. Your content, everything is going to be at thefantasyfootballshow.com, which is going to make it amazing for branding. We're still directing this probably to... I don't know what I'm going to do with the smitty1.com, whether it's going to be like the promotion, the current promotion, like if I'm doing a merch run, if I'm doing, uh, hey, let's get everybody over and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll pro- I'll probably utilize this as a pointing tool to whatever promotion I'm working on. Um, so smitty1.com won't go away, but everything is going to be at thefantasyfootballshow.com. But uh, as I was saying, if I get one more text message from my thefantasyfootballshow.com text line, if I get one more text message, hey Smitty, God, I need some advice. I'm here in the seventh. I'm here in the sixth round, and I don't know if I should be taking uh, Lockett or Cordero Patterson. And I say, hey, hey Bob, um, Kenneth Walker isn't available, is he? Uh, let me let me look down the list here. Okay, I was gonna take Lockett. Let's see. So, yeah, Kenneth Walker's there, Smitty. What on earth are you doing? What on earth are you doing? Why are you guys not scooping up Kenneth Walker? Like, I get it. We want to take advantage of this ADP drop in redraft. For whatever reason, it exists. It does. It exists. And, I, and I'm clearly not taking full advantage of it because I'm grabbing him at the end of four. And I just can't help myself. I can't resist it. I'm like, give me, give me Kenneth Walker. Give it to me now. I want Kenneth Walker. He's to headed the to the moon. He's headed to the moon. I can't resist it. And then you say, yeah, yeah I was going to go with Lockett. I also saw Chase Edmonds sitting here. Oh, you're right. Kenneth Walker is still available. Kenneth Walker is still available, Smitty. Do I take Kenneth Walker or Chase Edmonds? Mostert's there. Do I take Mostert? Do I take one of those 18 running backs in Miami, Smitty? Or do I go with Kenneth Walker? The only thing I understand, just don't understand, Smitty, is uh, Rashad Penny's there. Smitty, do you don't you, don't you think? And then they, then I start getting questioned. Like I literally say, "Hey, hey, grab Kenneth Walker, bro!" In round six, what are you doing? What are you waiting for? Punch the button. Stop typing me. Stop messaging me. Get Kenneth Walker now before it's too late. And then 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 I get some pushback, a little argument. Yeah, but uh, Smitty, I know you're the professional here, and you've been doing this twenty years. 
So pardon for pardon my my questioning of your your sanity here, but aren't we worried about Rashad Petty, Smitty? Aren't we? Did you know Penny's still on the roster, Smitty? I mean, I just, I just can't stand it. So I'm going to leave you with this little nugget here, okay? First of all, Pete Carroll said Rashad Penny is resting a slight hamstring issue. So his hammy's already down, okay? This guy can't stay healthy. This guy can't stay healthy. I like what Penny did. He was literally one of the most efficient running backs in the entire NFL. Oh, and the Carson, yeah. Smitty, who said this? Terry? No. Brian. That's just the other one. Hey, Smitty, I, I know you've got a master's degree, but I'm going to take you to school real quick. Chris Carson's still on the roster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he sure is. But as the Bruce pointed out to us earlier, as the Bruce pointed out to us earlier, this man doesn't have a neck. Like Chris Carson, they literally removed his neck last week. He has no neck. They took his head off. They put it on his shoulders, and I'm literally getting... Smitty, are we, I mean, Chris Carson and Rashad Petty are still there. Did you know Melvin Gordon's in Denver, too? Did you know Melvin Gordon? I just want to let you know, Smitty, I know you do this all day. Uh, Melvin Gordon's still in Denver, so are we really... Tr- are we really... This is the other one I get. Draft Javante Williams anywhere in round two. Anywhere in round two. And you're absolutely going to destroy. Like, absolutely Smitty approved. Anywhere in round two, Javante crushes. Hey, Smitty, I'm on the clock at 2.4. Who do I take? Javante. Then I get a message back. Hey, Smitty, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. Do we really like Javante Williams because Melvin Gordon's do we really trust him Smitty I know you just said it but you really really trust him (laughs) Penny is injury prone Penny cannot stay healthy and he was so efficient last year but that's that's a testament to the Seattle Seahawks rushing attack and Pete Carroll's ground and pound if anything you should be taking hey Penny did so well last year. What is Kent Walker gonna do when he gets behind this line of scrimmage or this offensive uh, line and, and and gets to wiggle behind the line of scrimmage and pick his own rushing lanes because this guy Kenneth Walker can go any direction he wants. I'm gonna go that way. I'm gonna go that way. I'm gonna go that way. I'm running downfield 40 yards. Let's go this way. I'm going that way. I'm going this way. This man changes directions like a fish in a in a fish tank. He's just going one way like a shark, just the other way. Whereas Brees Hall, and I'm not saying Brees Hall isn't talented in his own right. Brees Hall has a lot of wiggle behind the line of scrimmage. Which way am I going to go? I'll go this way. No, wiggle, wiggle, it folds. And he goes left and right, left and right, finds a hole, pops through it. Then he's off to the races. Get on his horse, won't slow down, just keeps going until somebody either drags him down or he ends up in the end zone. And they tell him to slow down like at Fort and Forrest Gump. That's the way Brees Hall operates. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it at all. It can make him a top 5-10 to 10 running back. Kenneth Walker, on the other hand, can go 40 yards down the field and decide, like 
uh, you know, let's use Forrest Gump again. You know how Forrest Gump would run? He'd run, and then he'd literally, literally turn and make an L turn and go straight that way, and then they the sideline, they tell him to go the other way, and then he'd turn again. That's Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker is like Forrest Gump going, doing L-shaped runs on the field. And this dude, when you think about it, Eli- uh, Rashad Penny doing so well last year, being one of the most efficient running backs in the entire National Football League, tells you that it's the offense because this man has never done it. He's had so much time to prove he could do this, and he hasn't done it. And he's injury prone. If you really believe a guy that has taken this long to explode and has never stayed healthy is going to just come out and beat a running back that your boy Smitty's telling you is a top 5-10 to 10 running back talent-wise, and, and Alvin Kamara meets Javante Williams' player in Kenneth Walker, a touchdown machine, a guy that's so underrated in the passing game, people don't know what's going to hit him. This is like Zeke Elliott all over again. Zeke Elliott, Smitty. Zeke wasn't used in college in the PPR game, Smitty. He didn't catch passes. Why do you think he's going to be a good PPR back at the NFL level, Smitty? Because it doesn't matter. If a team doesn't use you, a team doesn't use you. You cannot draw conclusions about a player's reception ability, PPR ability and upside, if a team doesn't use them. You have to use your brain, take your eyeballs to the combine footage and to the pro day footage and say to yourself, can this guy catch? I can answer the question for you if you didn't show up for the combine or pro day workouts. He can catch. He can catch. He can catch phenomenally well. And guess what? This offense will feed him through the air. They will check down and safety net this man for this struggling potential passing attack that will struggle a little bit, but it can keep defenses honest. Why? DK Metcalf still on roster. If DK Metcalf got traded today, which we thought he could be a high likelihood trade candidate of the big four wide receivers that needed contract extensions in 2022, we thought DK definitely was one of those guys, right? DK could get traded. DK was very likely to get traded of the four, right? Wrong. Wrong. And that's fine. Predicting free agency and trades is tough. So many trade partners have to line up at the right time. I don't feel ashamed of myself. Some people, I, I get a couple comments on my DK is the most likely to get traded of the four wide receivers video. People like, that aged well. Or, you were wrong on this one, somebody. Like, just taking their t- sweet time out of their day to just let me know that, you know, in case I didn't know, DK didn't get traded. You can't predict these things when it comes to trades. Who saw Tyreek Hill getting traded? Who saw Aaron Rodgers returning and, and Adams getting dealt? Like, these things happen that way. That's why free agency is so fun. And DK Metcalf, if he got traded tomorrow, and I'm glad he didn't get traded. If he got traded tomorrow, I would actually downgrade Walker a little bit. I don't know how far. I don't even want to go there. This is an unnecessary conversation. I'm merely trying to point out that DK Metcalf being there is a blessing. And as bad as the passing attack could potentially be, um, you know, mistakes that it will make, uh, it'll stretch the field enough to keep defenses honest to allow Walker to continue to do his thing. Walker will catch passes. Wouldn't shock me if he had 30-something, 40-something receptions as a rookie. Let's call it 35 just to be safe. But that's a rookie season. That's not his his cap. That's not where he's going to float reception-wise in his career. He could be a 70-60 reception running back at the NFL level. And if you think no, just because of college, you are not looking deeply at the situation. 
Guys, please subscribe if you're new. We've got uh, right around 120 people in here. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that button. subscribe button if you're new and wipe your feet at the door. And, and punch the thumbs up button. Uh, just annihilate it. Just smash it. Dalvin Cook, the like button, and make sure you are subscribed. Um, bottom line, I'm not worried about Penny. Okay, we spent enough time on this. Penny is efficient. Penny will get some run. Walker may develop slowly in the PPR aspect of things, but I firmly believe he will. Walker may not get fully unleashed until week seven. That's fine. That's fine. You can literally wait until week seven or eight and get fully unleashed and then and then be a top five, six, seven overall running back. You could literally have a, a final 10-game stretch that makes you a top five to 10 running back when you're at, way outside the top. I'm not saying I want that. I'm not saying Walker will be inefficient or useless through week seven, week eight. I'm merely trying to tell you, even if this dude, you know, gets Javante williams you know, for the first half of the year. And it's possible because, you know, it, it's just the way it, like maybe like Javante, they want to save him a little bit because they're not ready to fully win. Now we don't know, but if they did do that, even if at mid season, he gets unlocked and you're able to utilize all of his abilities, then, then it's Walker to the house. It's Walker 10 plus TDs. It's Walker getting 30 receptions as a rookie, 34 receptions as a rookie on his way to 40, 45 the next year, then to 50 plus for the remainder of his career. This dude has the ability to be a combination of Javante Williams and also um, Alvin Kamara. So absolutely excited and thrilled about this kid. And I love that you can get him in redraft in four or five and and round six. But I just don't know that I'm ever going to have the patience to, to try and see it through to let him fall to round six. Like, maybe I'll try it round five. Maybe I'll try round five. But even then, I get worried because his ability to hit a home run from mid-fourth to late-fourth round value is so amazing that I don't really care if I'm swapping my fourth and fifth rounders in terms of when I invest in this player versus that player. Meaning that I'd rather have Walker without the chance of losing him to somebody thinking like I am about him in round five and the top of round five before my fifth round pick that I'm, I'm willing to take the wide receiver around five versus the wide receiver around four. And then Walker maybe falling, maybe not in round five. Like I just find myself going that direction where I'm weighing things out or I say to myself, okay, I could take Herbert here in round four and then take Walker around five. So I take, but if I take Walker round four, late round four, Herbert's still there in round five. It's the same thing. And I didn't run the risk of losing Walker. That's kind of how my my brain processes Walker in round four. But I'm here to tell you, you could probably get him in round five. According to everything I'm seeing, smithing, sniffing, and, and, and sensing, uh, round five is possible. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. You can win a league off Walker in round four or five. You can win a league off Kenneth Walker in round four or five. You can win a league... With ETN in round five, especially round six. That's what this show is about. The two league winners I wanted to talk about, and I spent about 35 minutes doing it, talking about ETN and talking about Kenneth Walker. They deserved about 15 minutes each. And for that reason, we just destroyed half of the show on two amazing players that you needed to hear about, and I'm damn glad we did it. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get burrowed. Just thought I'd hit that button. 
Okay, so Brian, appreciate you. Chris Carson, great commentary. I haven't addressed much of you in the chat. I need to do so. Let's go. Uh, what's up, Axe? Appreciate you being first in the building. Michael KCPA. Phillips in the house. Jeremy's in the house. Uh, Jeff says, ETN to the moon. What's good, says Saul. Swaggy says, fellas, fellas, fellas. Let's go. Smitty, my guy, what's new and exciting? Uh, the new the new brand rebranding of Sleeper U into thefantasyfootballshow.com. Everything is The Fantasy Football Show now. Okay? Thefantasyfootballshow.com. YouTube.com slash thefantasyfootballshow. We are everything branded in one. Sleeper U logos will be kind of going away, even though that's sad. Uh, Smitty1.com isn't going to be anything but what I want to direct people to maybe in terms of like, what am I promoting right now? Is it underdog? You know, which I am right now. Go to Smitty1. Or <laughs> you uh, go to, uh, I don't have that set up right now for this. Go to, um, uh, let me drop the link in here. Let me drop the link. Cause, cause we, you need to go to this, this link and, uh, and, and, and subscribe. Hold on one second and get involved in this underdog fantasy contest because I'm doing an underdog contest and it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, I'll, I'll find that link in a second. I'm doing an underdog, uh, best ball mania three. And I've got, I've got several leagues so far. Um, some of my favorite teams, let me show you my favorite team on this underdog, um, best ball mania. This is probably, this is my favorite team. Where's my favorite team. This might be my favorite team. This team is absolutely bonkers. Um, here we go. Uh, this one right here, I think, might be my favorite team. I'm not sure. You guys tell me what team you like better. So this is my underdog best ball mania three team. Use promo code Smitty. Go to underdog fantasy. Use promo code Smitty. You have to use promo code Smitty at checkout. And join is $25 per contest. There is a, a 10... Uh, Ten million dollars in prizes. First place gets two million. Second place gets one million, and you can enter as many times as you like, I believe. And they're twenty-five dollar entries. Best ball. You don't have to set a lineup. You don't have to do waiver wire. It's all optimal line- lineup gets set for you every week. You just draft and done. Draft and then just watch. You just check on your standings, see if you're you're winning. Um, but this is my favorite team so far on the best ball mania three. $10 million in prizes, $2 million to first place contest on Underdog Fantasy. Use promo code Smitty. Najee Harris at number three overall. Javante Williams at number 22. AJ Brown at 27 overall. Brees Hall at number 46 overall in the fourth round. Brees Hall in round four. Brees Hall in round four. Absolutely unreal, phenomenal first, you know, four players. Then Joe Burrow's there. And then I get Kenneth Walker. Exactly what I said I wasn't able to do. I actually put it to the test in a best ball draft. Kenneth Walker falling into round six. Round six. Exactly like we talked about. Look what happened when I got disciplined. I got disciplined. And I took Burrow instead of taking Walker. And I got both of them. That's me being disciplined. I can't believe that it happened. It was so shocking. I got Kenneth Walker in round six. Six in a best ball draft. I got Joe Burrow round five, Brees Hall round four. This team is phenomenal. Elijah Moore's got something to say to Garrett Wilson, who thinks he's coming in to be the number one wide receiver. And I got Alec Pierce as a late wide receiver grab. Absolutely love that. And then I said to myself, 
well, what if Garrett Wilson's right? Oh, let's just grab Garrett Wilson too. And I love this best ball wide receiver strategy because I'm able to cuff these two wide receivers. And my guess is that one of them is going to have a day pretty much every other week. So in best ball, your best players get set for you in your lineup. You don't have to make any of those decisions. And I think this is a fantastic approach in best ball. Grab Elijah Moore, grab Garrett Wilson. I bet you one of them's having 70 yards and a touchdown, 80 yards and a touchdown every game. So you're going to get the optimal lineup set. I like Alec Pierce a lot. I got Danny Gray. I ended up drafting uh, another, uh, who else did I get? I drafted uh, some, something else cuffed like that down downstream a little bit. But I like the Zach Wilson, Joe Burrow, Davis Mills. I think I'll have, it's a one QB league, but I think I'll have a good rotation. I think Davis Mills could ball out sometimes and be a number you know, one quarterback, if let's say Burrow had a bad game or a bye or got hurt. Dawson Knox, I think he's going to have a top five, top six tight end season. Rashad White is a top 10 running back and waiting. He just needs an opportunity. Kyron Williams and and and, and uh, Ty Davis Price, I love. This is one of my favorite squads. Uh, here's the other squad that I drafted. Tell me if you like this squad or that squad better. Here's, here's squad number one. And this one, I committed to drafting Justin Jefferson no matter what pick I had, and I just happened to get the first pick. So kind of sucked that I couldn't go JT here, but I wanted to follow through with this process. I was taking wide receiver in round one no matter what my pick was. I took Jeff- Jefferson. I took DeAndre Swift and Brees Hall. I got Justin Herbert, DK Metcalf. There's Kenneth Walker again sitting there in round six. Discipline. Discipline. I got Kenneth Walker using Discipline. Dalton Schultz, Trey Lance, and Deshaun Watson. I did a really weird combination here. I took, it's a one QB league, but best ball. I will have the best quarterback scoring every single week with this rotation. And I absolutely love my third wide receiver again in Alec Pierce. This is one of my favorite wide receiver three moves in best ball, Alec Pierce. And I'm on the clock at pick number 12. This is one of those slower eight uh, hours per pick draft and it's still going on. This one was a 30-second timer on the on the left side of the screen. You tell me in the chat which one. Uh, do you like Team 1 better or Team 2 better? Drop it in the chat. Also, hit that subscribe button. Like, uh, hit that like button. Somebody super chatted and I haven't addressed it yet. I'm sorry. Cody. Cody, you still here, buddy boy? Cody. Cody, are you here? I sent a trade on Twitter. Would you trade Adams and Jacobs for Walker, Green, Cooper, and A.J. Dillon? I assume this is Dynasty, my man. Cody, Cody, you still here? Would you trade Adams and Jacobs for Walker? I assume that's AJ Green. Tell me if I'm wrong. I don't know who else it would be. Uh, Amari Cooper and AJ Dillon. Um, if it's Dynasty, I like it. If it's redraft, it's question. I definitely, I probably wouldn't do it in redraft, and that's saying a lot because I feel like Adams, I feel like Jacobs is going to be efficient enough. And I just don't know that I trust Cooper fully for year one without Watson maybe being there. Maybe he's not. I don't know how, how what the suspension is going to look like for Watson. A.J. Dillon, I like a lot, but there's no guarantees there. So redraft, no. Dynasty, I punch it. But are you still there, Cody? Let me know. Appreciate that super chat. There you go, Cody. Cody's there. Yeah, A.J. Green. Dynasty, then I do it. I punch it if it's Dynasty because you're getting A.J. Dillon... Um, I like AJ Dillon quietly better than I like um, than I like John, uh, Jacobs, bro. 
And so, yeah, I punched that. Terry, what's up, Terry? Terry says Team 2. Terry says Team 2. Uh, Young Mellow says Team 2. Uh, Basil says Team 2. How do I say your name again? You told me how to do it, and I'm, I'm forgetting it already. Smitty's, Smitty's memory is not... I have so many things that come into my brain. I can only hold and retain so many things. Second team's better, says the Bruce. Um, all right, appreciate you guys. But go go play uh, go play this twenty five dollar entry. Like even if you only do one entry, go to Underdog Fantasy. Use promo code Smitty. Um, code Smitty. Underdog Fantasy, use promo code Smitty. And and play. Even if you just do one, 25 bucks, use code Smitty and get a chance. Be in the be in the mix. You're playing against me. Like we're all playing in the same bucket. You're gonna be in your group of twelve from your draft, but then I think we all get separated and thrown into the bigger bucket, like after like week four, or week five, or week six. Once you either win your league through week four, like the top league winners of each twelve advance so you got to win your group of 12 to get to the big bucket but you'll be facing me oh both my teams will face each other right there so go to smitty go to uh underdog fantasy use promo code smitty okay um rashad penny carson uh here's another we're still doing news and now for the news Time flies. Uh, Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin. Uh, Commander spent mildly in free agency in part because it has budgeted for re-signing McLaurin. So look for a long-term deal. Basically is what that's saying. Subscribe if you're new. Hit the thumbs up button. We've got over 100 people in here. And I don't think we have the thumbs up matching that. So please punch that for your boy Smitty. Um, McLaurin should be signing the deal here soon. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Brown's QB Deshaun Watson's lawyer, a good old rusty boy, expects the NFL to make a decision on the suspension for Watson by June or July. Um, That's not that far off because it's already May 23rd, but um, June or July, it's weird that the NFL would wait that long and not give the team enough time to react. But then again, this man put himself in that situation and it's not, the teams knew that there could be a lengthy process. They're still going to not just give them, you know, the keys to the lineup and let them play in week one. So the Browns knew this, you know, the Browns knew this. So it's not like it's that unfair actually. Um, But they're, they're, they're going through the motions here. Talking to Deshaun Watson was the final step in this investigation by the NFL. So they're talking to Deshaun Watson right now, whether that's a lengthy talk and a whole investigation in, in itself with him and everything that he says and then validating and then looking into it. I don't know. Um, but talking to Watson is the last step. So they're talking to him. Maybe this wraps up pretty quickly. Um, this is a message from Michael KCPA, who is the highest super chatter of the, of the, of, of the year so far in a single live stream. Nobody's knocked him off yet. And by the way, when you get this title, you're not only just up on the screen pretty much every live stream, um, but but you get like you get authority and 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 if Michael K C P S says something, I pretty much stop what I'm doing and read it because he's the current king of the hill. Uh, did four entries with my 
free $100, Smitty. Four entries into the $25 entry. $10 million in prizes. Best Ball Mania 3. This man did four entries. And uh, that's, that's a beast right there. That is a beast right there. Michael K. CPA. Uh, Deshaun Watson, if I had to like give any fantasy advice, I'd say... I'd say be cautious, but also, you know, own them in one league. You know, like if, if let's say the NFL says we determine that based on nothing moving forward with the criminal, like this is what I think could happen. I'm not saying this is exactly how it will go. And the NFL could certainly discipline him for violating the personal conduct policy. And I don't think people understand that Watson still violated in the NFL's view, the personal conduct policy with how he went about these situations that he set up for himself that he says we're all consensual and all that and he's innocent until proven guilty for on that front but he did literally go outside the league protocols for for all these encounter encounters that he has and there were tons of them and so the league's going to look at it for you know you violated the league's personal conduct policy putting the league in bad light and i think they, they're either going to say time served right or they're going to say this. They're going to go come out and say, until these cases are resolved, we're determining that he, in this moment, is not being um, pursued for league punishment until the cases are over. Because Deshaun Watson is saying, I'm fighting them, he's saying that he's still innocent, the league may look at time served you know, the fact that the Texans sat him down all year and just say, like, if something, like, if he's convicted, you know, because if he does fight these cases, which he apparently wants to do, uh, it could be lengthy. And then on top of that, like, if he's found guilty, if he tries to actually fight it and not settle, then the NFL would come back and do something. So the NFL can't close the door on this, right? Even if they handed down six months to eight, to eight months or six, six games or eight game suspension, if he goes and fights this and he's convicted, the NFL will readdress it. It's not like a no jeopardy, you know, type of thing. Double jeopardy. It's not like double jeopardy, like where the NFL says, okay, we're giving him a six game, six to eight game suspension. Technically speaking, this is still ongoing. So if news comes down that's bad the league could still say, hey, we gave you eight games or no games or whatever. Now that you're, you fought this and lost, because he could, you know, probably will win based on the criminal stuff, but you never know. The criminal stuff is different than the civil stuff. It's different process. It's different burden of proof. It's different of everything. Burden of proof in civil is a lot less. So if Watson loses, the NFL is going to come back and say, guess what? Our zero game or six to eight game is going to change. So my guess is that maybe they delay it and just say, we are going to do nothing until the cases are concluded and we'll reassess. And in that case, you're going to want to have a share of Deshaun Watson. But you are predicting, you are having to anticipate being without him for six to eight games. That is just a very strong likelihood. This news right here, Eli Mitchell, um, ESPN's Nick Wagner reports the Niners view Elijah Mitchell as their top option on the run, in the run game. That's... A no-brainer, like Captain Obvious there, Mr. Nick. But it, it is nice to see it, I suppose. I do think that Ty Davis-Price is one of the best handcuffs in fantasy football 2022. And I believe that Eli Mitchell falling to round five, mid-five, is one of the bigger steals at running back two in fantasy football. 
especially if you cuff him to Ty Davis Price because he is this year's version of Eli Mitchell. So basically, Davis Price is Mitchell. Mitchell is Price. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel, as I always say. So you need to cuff Eli Mitchell to Ty Davis Price, and you have a, an amazing steal of a running back, too. In round five, mid-round five to late round five is where Eli Mitchell's falling. This little piece of news, this little non-news nugget that that uh, Mr. Nick Wagner toss out, tosses out, little Captain Obvious, you know, toss out there, might affect his ADP. <laughs> you know, like, like, it's weird. It's like someone could come out and say, just want to let you know that Travis Etienne is still breathing. And then, boom, people are like, oh, I forgot about Travis Etienne. Let's rake him a little higher. Travis Etienne, he's breathing still, according to Nick. To the moon. And so that's kind of how the world operates. That's how human beings that's operate. That's why I like to bring my psychology to the to the table. You know? Just little little tweak of, of the individual uh, little individual's perspective can change everything. Just being reminded of something can change you. And like I said, the reason I decided to go into psychology to begin with back when I was a youngster, um, and, and, and dabbling in fantasy football uh, content creation. Um, the reason I did is that, like I said, I'll make this story quick, but the, the, this dude at a bar said, can I draw you? And I was at a bar, and I was at, I was going to ASU. He goes, can I draw you? And I'm just sitting there, sure. <laughs> dude, dude took 15 minutes. He just sat there. He's like, just at a bar. It was at a bar. And then I look over, and he after 15 minutes, I swear to you, it was no... No, no more detailed than this. It was a drawing like this. I did have two two arms, and he he handed me this, and he was completely serious. Guy was out of his mind, and for some reason it stuck with me. And I'm like, I need to go into psychology to figure out these human beings that are around me is fascinating, and that's why I I did that. And I love bringing it to to the show because there are so many things that happen that. I find head-scratching and entertaining, and, and I watch everybody else just not even acknowledge it. Like like the Melvin Gordon situation. Like, let, let's go over the Melvin Gordon situation because it's so funny to me. Everybody freaking out about Melvin Gordon, okay? You have, in January, Javante, top 5 to 10 overall. 5 to 10 overall. And right here in January, everyone, every human being watching right now expected, expected Javante Williams to have Melvin Gordon on roster. Then in uh, March, Melvin Gordon goes on his way to free agency. I'm going to go test the free agency waters. Everybody still keeps Javante 5 to 10. Okay? This is the psychology behind Javante Williams. Then, in April, Russell Wilson is added to the roster. Javante Williams is still top 5 to 10, but people are excited about it. They're like, hey, Russell Wilson's in town. Now we know that Javante Williams is top 5 to 10. He's got one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL throwing him the football. Things improve, people. Then, 
The same scenario here where Javante was probably looking at Melvin Gordon being his backup. The same scenario here, Melvin returns. But you also have Russell Wilson also in this scenario. Yet now Javante Williams is 18 to 25 overall. Unbelievable how this has transpired. You literally have the same scenario taking place that was in January. Javante likely that Melvin Gordon remains on roster top five to center running back without Russell Wilson. Now you add Russell Wilson and what was happening here ends up just Melvin returns. No big deal. He's now 18 to 25. Do you people not realize what's going on? It's, it's like, this is why I, this is why I went into psychology is to figure out things like this. Absolutely head scratching. Unbelievable craziness going on. We got a, a super chat from Terry. Terry says, Smitty, how do I get merch? Um, I'll, I'll have that on, on the fantasyfootballshow.com. Don't worry, that link will be available soon, so get ready for that. I, I just got to tweak a couple things on the fantasyfootballshow.com. But everything now is on the fantasyfootballshow.com. Sleeper U is merged into the fantasyfootballshow.com, so everything will be there. Um, and I'm going to decide what I'm going to do with smitty1.com in terms of just directing people to this or that. If I'm doing a merch campaign, hey, go to smitty1.com. It's easier. I don't know if I'm going to even do that. We might just fold it and just stick with the one brand and make it simplistic. <sighs> okay. We got to get to these voicemails. We are running out of time. Eli Mitchell, amazing fifth round pick. Terry, thank you for the super chat. I appreciate you, good buddy. And go to Underdog Fantasy. Um, you can't go to smitty1.com now. Go to Underdog Fantasy and use promo code SCHMITTY. And get in this $2 million first place, $1 million second place contest, baby. Use promo code SMITTY. Do it. Do it. Uh, Brunson says, I'm worried that Melvin Gordon won't be a backup, but another 50-50 timeshare. We're counting on it, Brunson. We're counting on about half the population to feel exactly like you feel. We still love you. Glad you're here. Appreciate you being here. But we are hoping that this is the case. <laughs> we are counting on it, Brunson. Don't let us down. Brunson, don't change your opinion. We can't have too many of you seeing what's really going on. Brunson, continue to think this way. Spread the word, Brunson. It's on you. This is up to you, good man. It is up to you. Let's hit the voice messages. It's voicemail time. Drop a voicemail at the Fantasy Football Show on the gram. Tell your grandma. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. This is a question for Monday show. We're technically we're already on Monday already. But uh what's your take on the Deshaun Watson situation? Uh I'm reading that the report that That's funny. Good topic, we already covered that. Uh what's your take on the top three to four tight ends that are gonna take a step back and the top three to four tight ends that are gonna take a step forward? In 2022, in a redraft auction, thank Paul. Well, let's pull up my rankings at thefantasyfootballshow.com. And let's look at these uh, rankings. So, tight ends to take a step backward, I would say um, potentially Hawkinson without a quarterback and just in 
injury concern. Um, I don't know that I have a lot of quarterbacks taking a step back. Noah Fant, maybe, getting traded. like I, I, So Hawkinson, Noah Fant, maybe. Um, guys taking a step forward. Kyle Pitts, even a bigger step forward. Uh, I think I think Waller takes a, a step back toward the positive direction. Knox, Schultz, Fryermuth, um, those are my guys. You know, Fryermuth take a big step forward, but Schultz and Knox specifically. Like, if you want a league winning tight end, Schultz and Knox. There's a reason your boy Smitty is number one in the entire fantasy football industry in tight end draft rankings. Over the past three seasons, I ranked number one across the fantasy industry, and not only that. I actually finished number one two of those three years. Not just one and then a good average. I was literally one, and then I was like, I don't know, 17 or something like that. And then one. So two out of the last three years, I've ranked number one. And partly because of Hawkinson and Waller and these guys. And I'm telling you right now, very few analysts in the industry are going are, are gonna to be higher on Dalton Schultz than I am. And higher on... A guy like Fryermuth than I am, and and Dawson Knox, Dawson Knox, Dalton Schultz, and Fryermuth are probably going to help me rank high again in 2022 in the tight end rankings. So um, that's that's all I got to say about that. Tony, what's up, Smitty? So I got a I got a trade proposal here. Um, my wide receivers are Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, and Amari Cooper. My running backs are Mixon and Fournette. I was offered Mon- Montgomery, a first, number three, and a second, number three, for Devontae Adams. Do I do that? A first, number three, a second, number three, and who do you say? My running backs are Mixon and Montgomery, a first, number three. I was offered Mon- Montgomery, a first, number three, and a second, number three, for Devontae Adams. Do I do that? So you give up Adams, you get Monty and the third overall in the rookie draft. If it was for if it was Kenneth Walker for sure, I would do it. If it's not going to be, if both running backs go, I'd probably keep Adams if you can win now. If you can't win now, it's not a bad move. But if you can win now, don't make the move if it's not Walker, would be my advice. Ace Mini, it's Tariq. Asked a couple of questions earlier this morning in the AM. Uh, I just wanted to know what your thoughts are on Kyler Murray and Debo Samuel not going to participate in the OTAs due to being disgruntled about their contract extensions. Thanks, Paul. So Kyler Murray and Debo Samuel not reporting. Let me put these on screen. Kyler and Debo. These guys not reporting is not a big deal at this point. It could turn into that. But the bottom line is these guys can't miss time because you can't. You just it's too much money. Too much it, the game checks. You can't you can't you can't survive losing the amount of money you make you lose now when you don't show up. It's $40,000 a day. $40,000 a day if you don't show up uh, to, to mandatory stuff. So, um, not not too worried about it. Kyler might push the envelope. I don't think Debo will. Debo's backed off a lot lately. Yeah, he's, he's not showing up yet, but he's still trying to get that deal. We know where the Niners stand. They want to they wanna sign him later. They're willing to sign him. They want to sign him later. Stop pushing us on it. We already told you how it is. You either get in line or you're going to continue to make yourself look like you think you have leverage and then you don't. So, Debo's going to have to just show up. 
Kyler, on the other hand, might push it, but I, I again, I don't know if he has to return some of the signing bonus, which would make it impossible for him to hold out. Like, maybe he's getting $5 million, he's like, I'll hold out, whatever. What's going to probably happen is that Kyler would hold in. That's what the new thing is. You hold in, you don't hold out. You hold in. And when you hold in, that means you, you don't give it your all. Kyler Murray can do that. Debo can't. Debo can't hold in. Because holding in would mean he would come, he would show up and he wouldn't deliver. If Debo doesn't deliver and he doesn't get a deal, let's say, and he holds in, meaning he fakes an injury, shows up to get his money, he will not get the extension because teams are worried about him. And if he doesn't deliver, he won't get the bag. But Kyler could hold in and literally pretend he's hurt all year and still get the bag. It's different because he's a quarterback. Um, but it's it's a tough, it's a good question. Jim. Hey, Smitty. Which Ohio State rookie wide receiver do you see having the biggest fantasy impact in their first year? Is it Garrett Wilson with the Jets, or is it Chris Olave down in New Orleans? Thanks. Uh, give me Garrett Wilson. Um, I just like his quarterback situation and team a little bit better, but we'll see. Olave's got a lot of upside, too, and a lot depends on Mike Thomas. Um, both of them could have a very similar year if Mike Thomas is not playing. Hey, Smitty, it's Tariq. Uh, with the report Elijah Mitchell being viewed as the team's lead running back, uh, what's his outlook into 2022? Already got that. I, lo- I love that every single question. I love that every single question. that And it's, it just goes to show you ask great questions, but we, we cover every single one of, <laughs> of your questions already. Joseph. Who do you think will have the better season? C.D. Lamb or Stefan Diggs? Uh, equal. Very close, very close. Like, I draft one in one league and one in the other side-by-side side at the same draft slot. But if I push came to shove, I would say... I would say I lean lamb, but I'm going to say very, very close. Very close to even. Hey, Schmidt, it's Daniel. Hope you're having a good Daniel. Monday, man. I got a dynasty question for you. Thinking of training for DK Metcalf, I would be giving up Devontae Smith and a 2023 first-round pick. The first rounder will be a 6 through 12, so it'll be a late round pick. Um, let me know if you think I'm giving up too much. And just, yeah, hope everything's going well for you, bro. Yeah, I give I give up Devontae in the pick. You know, as much as I love Devontae Smith, he hasn't proven it yet. Easy call. Hey, Smitty. Just wondering uh, about starting up a dynasty league. What's, uh, what's the best strategy, in your opinion? Um, load up and get a bunch of young guys for cheaper maybe or try to get a few core guys what do you normally do um dynasty strategy i love to go with the Brees hall kenneth walker javante williams like stack of running backs so i would say you could focus more on wide receiver early i definitely spend my first rounder on a wide receiver if possible um unless you got to pick javante at the end of the round one or something like that but if you have like the 12 13 picks for example you can explode uh, with a Javante and, and wide receiver approach. Um, if it's auctioned, even even easier to do it. But my favorite players in Dynasty right now, Kenneth Walker, Brees Hall, Javante Williams, uh, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Herbert, Kyle Pitts, like just come to mind when I'm starting Dynasty rosters, man, because I'm thinking longevity. I'm thinking about getting those guys on my roster. Smitty, I agree. Walker will ball. But in this uh, linear draft that I'm in, chances are he's not going to fall to me. So the next guy up for me will be Rashad White at 201. I love Rashad White. Yes. Yeah. Um, Rashad White is coming for Leonard Fournette's job. And these people that have Leonard Fournette as this monster breakout, are, are the only reason they're saying it is because they own him. 
You know, it's like, I already have Fournette. This sucks. Fournette's going to be fine. You'll see. You'll see, Smitty. Fournette's going to be okay. He's okay. He's okay, Smitty. Hey, Smitty. Terry here uh, from Canada. Uh, 107 pick startup dynasty draft. Um, who do you like? Uh, Javante Williams? Uh, or do you go wide receiver at 107? Um, I'm kind of gearing towards Javante Williams and um, maybe even reach and grab uh, Walker. Hey, well, Javante is the guy that I'm targeting, or do you go wide receiver at 107? I mean, Thanks, I, I don't think i go Walker because you don't have to. Go round two on Walker. Round two is early for Walker, bro. Don't go round one on Walker. You're going to have a light team. You're going to walk out going, what did I do? You know, not that Walker's not amazing, but like you'll have a light team. You don't want to reach. Um, I could at 107. You're getting Jamar Chase, Justin Justin Jefferson, or Javante Williams. Enough said. I don't think all three of those guys will be gone. Javante, I'd probably even go in that order. Uh, Jamar Chase, no, Jefferson, Chase, Javante, in that order in Dynasty. Absolutely love those three. You will probably see one of those guys most definitely at that spot uh so anyway that is gonna be all she wrote for this let's do a real quick uh fantasy football court speed round it's time for fantasy football ask your questions in the chat i will only answer very short ones don't have paragraph long questions so as fast as you can Drop your question as fast as you can, and I will answer these in very speedy fashion. We're just going to do just a few minutes of this fantasy football court, and then we're out of here. Go, go, go. Five, four, three, two, one. Fast questions only. 66 likes. We need 100 ASAP, says Michael K. CPA. What are we doing? We've got over, about 100 people in here still. 66 likes. Up it, up it, up it. Gibson or Monty, give me, give me, oh God, give me Gibby, but they're very close and I could, I could see myself wanting one in one league or one or the other. They're like kind of fourth rounders to me right now. Maybe later, maybe later. I don't know that I can draft Gibby any higher. Burrow or Herbert, give me Herbert, but they're pretty darn close. Um, I, I, I tend to lean Herbert. I think Herbert's going to take a big step forward. I love Burrow. Burrow's got a tougher schedule, um, but I love both of them, bro. I love absolutely both of them. Uh, ETN's Liz Frank injury, how much of a concern? Um, the report that I put up there today said that he'll be ready to go full go by by OTA. So it sounds like he's way past that 90% health uh, status. Fire him up. Up it, up it. Walker or next three rookie running backs? Wow, great question, Ricky. I would say next three. I mean, I, I'd rather have... Robinson, the 1.1 1. 1 in 2023, probably than than Walker, if I had to guess now. But I'm not going to say the next three rookie running backs. I'm going to say it because I know what Walker is now. I'm going to go with Walker. But that, that is a great question. Uh, Bruce Smitty did a whole video on that. Was really good advice. I don't know what you're talking about, but I appreciate you helping out the Bruce. Who do you have, Matt Carroll or how? Uh, give me, give me neither. Chiefs wide receiver. Who eats? Probably Sky Moore, but I really like, uh, I really like that. Uh, what's his name? I'm blanking on his name already. Uh, 
Ross, right? Ross, I like that kid a lot. I think he could be... Is it Ross? I think it's... I think it's Ross. Somebody tell me if it's Ross. I'm blanking out on his name. I really like that kid. Uh, weird uh, saver rules, ETM Pitts or Walker. Uh, probably going to go with Pitts, bro. You can drop the other two back quicker. You take best ball, Javante or Lamb. Javante. Kenneth Walker, the future best running back in the West. I think he has a top, a potential to be top 5 to 10. Your honor, Hollywood Brown or Garrett Wilson? Hollywood. Not Hardman. The other guy. The the, the Ross. I think it's like uh, J Jeremy Ross or Jalen. What's his name? Somebody, tell, somebody help me. Somebody give me the name of this kid. Ross. It's Ross. I think it's Ross. I think I'm right. I'm, I, I'm on like a couple hours sleep because I was... Uh, moving everything over to the fantasyfootballshow.com. Everything's at the fantasyfootballshow.com now. Sleeper U is now the fantasyfootballshow.com. Learn about it. Damian Harris versus Miles Sanders. Give me Damian Harris, but get Ramondre. Ramondre Stevenson can be cuffed. Rashad White will outscore Fournette. Absolutely. Uh, Ross loved him. 1.3 is deep, though. You, only in the deep dynasty. 1.3 pick or AJ Brown. Give me AJ Brown. Oh, A.J. Brown and Waddle. Give me A.J. Brown and Waddle over the 1.3. Smitty, thoughts on Alec Pierce? Like him a lot. Wide receiver three, diamond in the rough. Who's more risky, Fournette or Henry? Henry. Uh, Henry because of draft capital, but it's uh, that's a tough question if you try and figure out. You know, Fournette, probably more likely to bust than Henry, but both of them have huge, huge uh, uh, negatives. John Ross, uh, Justin Ross, that's it. I was, I, I was pretty sure it was Justin. Ross Risky, guy's neck was jack. Yeah, but he's a deep guy. It's not like you're investing much in him. He's a deep dynasty guy, not a redraft. Don't draft him a redraft. Eating my first Mexican pizza right now after two years. Peachy. Danny Gray or Sky Moore in dynasty? I mean, you got to go with Sky Moore. Danny Gray's more of a deep sleeper guy, but I like Danny Gray a lot. I want him in every league. Derek Carr, top 10 QB this year. I mean, he could, but there's the top 10 is loaded, bro. So I, I'm not, not super excited about that one. Alex Cruz in the house. What's up? Uh, tons of wide receivers in that room. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the KC wide receivers. Watson or more rookies. Um, Sky Moore or Watson. Christian Watson. Who's the 1.6? Hall, Walker. Who's the 1.6? Hall's my 1.2, bro. Take a lap. Take a lap, bro. Take a big, big lap. Uh, you know what I'm going to say. Take a lap. Ask me who's the 1.6. This is what we were talking about earlier, where someone's like, hey, I'm I'm considering taking Tyler Lockett or Chase Edmonds right now, right now, Smitty. Uh, just out of curiosity, Bob, have you checked to see if... Is Kenneth Walker still there? Oh, Ken Kenneth who? Kenneth who? Kenneth Walker. Is he still there? Oh, hold on, Smitty. Let me look down there. Oh, just this little app. Oh, my fingers. My fi Smitty, my fingers are too big for this keyboard. Um, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Kenneth. Kenneth. Kenneth Walker. He's still there, Smitty. Yeah, he's still there. Do we take him? <laughs> 1.6. 89 in here. 77 likes. Punch it. Punch it. Connor ETN. Give me a break. Get, take a lap, Connor. You, I know you're baiting me on that one. You're baiting me on that Connor ETN. And that wasn't like James Connor. He was saying Snoop Connor.
new Connor ETN. Gotta be out of your mind. Okay, how about Derek Carr will be a top five quarterback this year? Now you're just saying, now you're just trying to throw dry mud at the wall, bro. <laughs> Derek Carr will be top five. Throw dry mud at the wall. It's not gonna stick. Don't even try. It helps if you read the full question, but your show, your rules. Okay, James makes a good point. Who at 1.6 rookie? Paul Walker, London Burks, Wilson, assume. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, James. I'll hit my... I'll take my lap. I love how James took that like a champ. Like he didn't even say, Smitty, read the whole quote. He goes, your rules. <laughs> I, it's like he just accepted it. Bro, this one was on me. This was all me. I just read it and I just assumed what you were saying. And you're just like, hey, that's cool. It's your rules. <laughs> Who at 1.6? Hall, Walker, London, Burks, Wilson, assume all top five. Okay, that's what he tried to say. And your boy Smitty didn't even read his question. <laughs> um, Rashad White. Rashad White, baby. Rashad White. And James, I appreciate your your candor, your bedside manner, and everything in between. <laughs> oh, where is Cordell Patterson worth drafting and redraft? 6-7? I don't know. Just kind of spitball on that. Christian Kirk or Russell Gage? Give me Gage. Uh, Carr will be solid. Yeah, lots of good QBs. He can't be top five. Mike Williams or Higgins? That's You know what? Higgins is everyone's for sure. And I'm not saying that I don't agree that that could happen or should happen. But don't count out Mike Williams. Don't count out Mike Williams. People are ranking Higgins a little too high in my opinion. Cooper or McLaurin? This will be the final one. Give me McLaurin with all the uncertainty going on in... in, uh, in uh, Cleveland right now. We're going to go ahead and uh, go ahead and see that. Brunson's still on the screen there. Brunson. All right. We're out of here. Uh, appreciate everybody. Every Monday through Friday, this show is live. Every single Monday through Friday. Um, I want all of you to not only. Where's this? Here we go. Not only subscribe if you're new. But punch and, and smash and annihilate that thumbs up button. Just smash it. Just smash it. Eli Mitchell, ETN, give me ETN. But, you know, you can make an argument on that. Trey Lance or T-Law. Trey Lance by a mile. I like I like, I like like T-Law, but no, 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 no. Later, Stickman says, Ricky, Javante season is true. Renfro season. Where you, where you come up with Renfro season, Mr. B? Renfro season. Like, literally, Adam shows up. Waller's going to be back. I respond to every single comment, even Mr. B's. See you guys tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern. Also, don't forget to get on over to the new thefantasyfootballshow.com. The new, let me just go back to this real quick. The new fantasyfootballshow.com. Get on over to the new fantasyfootballshow.com. The 
fantasyfootballshow.com is where all my content is moving forward. So be sure you get over there and and get your text advice, your rankings, your lifetime membership, everything. Later. respond to every comment leave me a question a comment get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com the new and improved site everything all my content the text device everything is now at thefantasyfootballshow.com get some